the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. A lot more summer ahead plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call for a free quote today, 401-392-1025. Find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Check out their website. It's LawnDoctor.com or call today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. And folks, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, our award-winning website, which is DePietro.com, which, by the way, if you log on, log on on this Wednesday, you will see that uh, I have some details on a court case that I testified in last week. I was unable to discuss it on orders from the judge, but now it is over. And it's an attorney who was um, always leading the charge against law enforcement. And um, I testified in that trial because they used some of the uh, footage of which I had captured the arrest. Uh, that was last fall during a lot of the unrest. So anyhow, you can see that at the award-winning website, voted top local news site by the readers of Rhode Island Monthly, and that would be depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. So it's Wednesday. It is July 28th. The weather's not great. You know, normally we don't talk sports, but I, I do want to touch on this this whole business of this Olympic athlete and the fact that the gymnast that she's saying that she's having a mental block basically and she needs to drop out i um it's becoming one of those things it's i see some of the excuses that people are making for her that and and when you look at this apparently you know one of her parents i think her mom had some problems she was apparently the victim of some form of abuse but i don't think people realize that if those and i have no reason to doubt i i I know she's 24 years old. One person was saying to me, my God, she's a child. Well, she's not. Says in Mary Lou Retton, she's not 15 or 16. She's 24. She's obviously, she was favored to win the gold. She said, you know, well, my own mental health, I need to take care of that. That's the most important thing. But there is an element of, you know, you're at that point. You can't suddenly, I have a problem with it. At that point, you then pull out your bag of excuses that I, I view this as, this is someone who did not do great, did poorly, and suddenly realized she was not going to get the gold medal and then just felt, then I'm out, right? I'm literally the old thing of the kid in the neighborhood. I'm going to take my ball and go home. As soon as she realized she wasn't going to get the gold. Now, that is not someone struggling with a mental you know, challenge or a problem or part of being an elite athlete is that zone focus. The ability to just block everything out and focus on the task at hand and, and accomplish and perform at a high level under tremendous pressure. They all face it. Someone got the gold there, right? And now she's withdrawing from everything. Someone else is going to get the gold. So it's not like it's impossible. It's not like, you know, they're giving up climbing a mountain and there's no one else that could climb. Well, it's not like that. Someone's going to do it. So the other person, and maybe it is, you know, maybe... Some of the pressure, the more interviews you do, the more endorsements you accept, the more that you don't even, maybe they're naive to the fact that just creates more pressure, much like that tennis player. But I think it now it's, you know, whatever the name is, Naomi, us, whatever it is, she lost, upset, and, um, and as you can imagine, then didn't do any interviews. I view it as mental health is now, it, it can't be a crutch, it can't be the excuse where that's why suddenly you used it as the excuse why you didn't perform well. And then more importantly, with the tennis player, I, I don't want to, I lost, so I don't want to do an interview. I don't want to talk to the press, so so I'm going to blow it off. Like, it, it can't be that. And I then question, if, if these individuals are dealing with, it sounds like great mental challenges, 
I'm just not convinced that maybe they should be in the spotlight in that instance to begin with, right? Like, then why are they even competing like that? I would think, you know, and I'll go to, it, it, people didn't like it, but what if Tom Brady left the Super Bowl in the third quarter saying he's just not mentally right right now against the Atlanta Falcons? Well, you know, in sports, p players sometimes play through injury. They play through that they... um all kinds of challenges. They may be under the weather. A basketball player comes out and misses the first six shots they take, and, and they just have to find their rhythm. That's part of it. And sometimes there's a game where somebody is just, they're just off. It is true. In baseball, they pull the pitcher. That's true. In basketball, they could say, time out, put the person on the sideline. And it is also true sometimes in football in some instances they pull the quarterback and put in the other quarterback all those things or, or it's switch goalies all those things may be true but the olympics and in that situation it it's kind of like a golf match uh it wasn't long ago i don't remember the golfer but somebody had like really lost it on the pack nine i think it was at the could have been at the masters maybe the u.s open i mean and they had to finish the round that's part of it that's part of the preparation is not just physical it's a mental preparation and and you really see that in in football and you know there are certain people that really exhibit it michael jordan could play at just a very high level and of course there's unbelievable pressure but part of being that extreme highly successful athlete is the ability to then focus on the task at hand and block it out. And now I, I do recognize these are, there is a difference between a team sport and an individual sport. And things like golf and tennis and swimming and gymnastics tend to be more, you're out there, spotlight's on you. You're the, I, so I, I do recognize that. But, I think we just have to be cautious if this becomes the out of um it's it listen if she competed and got the silver medal then that's what happened or competed and got the bronze or didn't get a medal then that sadly is the you know the element of a part of playing the game but to walk away say no i'm not mentally right that I think a lot of athletes could use that. All right, we have a lot that we're going to get to. We're going to talk to Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Folks, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates fhwa inspections and rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service serving rhode island and massachusetts it's mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 24-hour mobile service and also abs repairs brakes doors listen if it's on a trailer mega truck and trailer repair they can repair it Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J. Perry Paving always provides high-quality fair pricing, exceptional service. Residential, commercial, seal coating patios, get your driveway paved. Letter J, J. 
Perry Paving. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and general masonry projects. J. Perry Paving, they offer free estimates. Call them today at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Get your driveway paved. And if you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Call them for a free quote today. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving, licensed insured contracting company. They will meet your needs no matter how big or how small. And no one treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401 401- 732-1730-401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. To the John DePietro Show weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining me right now, he is a columnist for the Boston Globe. He is Dan McGowan. And Dan, I'd like to start off, uh, you have a very interesting piece that when Socket, no one seems to have a handle why, but the city certainly is lagging behind the rest of the state uh, when it comes to vaccinations. And this is something that's really going to, I think, really become uh, an issue and flare up over the next three to six months. Well, I think you're 100 percent right about that, uh, uh, John. I mean, when you start to see or already starting to see cases tick up, not in the most alarming way ever, but but cases tick up and you're seeing obviously across the country what you know what everybody says all the health experts say is in places that are you know have low vaccination rates and and you know a lot of folks talk about that as the south right southern states things like that but right here in Woonsocket uh you know they're under and they may they may pass this this week but they're right around 50 percent under 50 percent actually um in first time vaccination. So just the, the partial vaccination, that's the worst in the state. Wow. Um, and when you think about kind of the, what, what has struck me is I've been monitoring Woonsocket for a while now because they've been pretty consistently low. Um, even, even among older folks where, you know, Rhode Island's done a fantastic job uh, uh, when it comes to uh, vaccinating, you know, people over the age of 65, as you hear the governor say pretty frequently. But even among older folks, Woonsocket is, you know, trails behind most communities in the state. And when you look at sort of the effort that went into a Central Falls, even a Providence, where there was a lot of spotlight on, you know, what they were going to do with their vaccination rates. I think of, of Central Falls especially because they got so much attention. You haven't seen the same kind of campaign effort um, in Woonsocket, and the results are really showing. The striking thing is, you kind of let off the top with this, is no one really has a good handle on why that's the case, right? So there's no excuse for why socket should be behind a place like Central Falls, just when you think about resources and, and, and things like that. So I asked, you know, I was asking a councilman there, Councilman John Ward, was trying to get in touch with the mayor's office there, who's kind of, uh, you know, pointing fingers or, you know, suggesting, oh, why don't you talk to the Department of Health? And everybody's kind of, uh, you know, really at a loss. You know, there's some concern about sort of disinformation, not disinformation, but kind of that mistrust in government. I don't think it's, you know, the way we think of kind of the national polarizing stuff. I think what you have in places like Woonsocket is, you know, as somebody said to me, there are a handful of families in Woonsocket that kind of run Woonsocket politics. Um, and I think, you know, there are a lot of residents who are, uh, who, who kind of are in touch with the, the political kind of uh, uh, norms in that community. And there's a disconnect there. So there, you know, that's a factor. I think disinformation is a factor. Councilman John Ward said to me, Look, we have a lot of you know uh, uh, the people in the country illegally in our community. They they have deep uh, mistrust of the government. They don't want to get deported, things like that. And no matter how much you try to tell them, you know, your the shot in your arm is going to have nothing to do with your immigration status. People get nervous. The thing is, none of it makes a lot of sense because, as I said, Central Falls, you would think yep. would have 
the absolute worst kind of uh, case, you know, when it comes to the, the illegal immigrant pop- population, things like that. And they just, they're doing better. So uh, I think a lot of folks are scratching their heads. And yeah, as cases get worse, you know, you're going to see, um, I think, real pressure. Even the Department of Health kind of said to me, look, you know, we're, we're considering all options because we have to get you know, in these low vaccinated communities, we have to get more people vaccinated. Now, Dan McGowan, I think even just in your article, there's some clues a little bit, such as you call, you know, the mayor, well, Dolly Hunt, and then she has someone else call you back. And <laughs> and then even on, I think you said on the Facebook page, there's like two postings. If, if, if you, this is one of those things. If you don't make it a priority, then the residents are not going to feel it's a priority. Well, and think about this, John. You, you and I are, 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 you know, the consummate insiders when it comes to, yep. you know, paying attention to Rhode Island politics, right? So we know, you know, what the mayor's, uh, you know, uh, what the website of each city and town looks like. It's easy for us to digest that info because we've done it for so long. The average person, I remember doing this years ago, uh, during, I think it was a big snowstorm when I was at Channel 12, and we were trying to gather information from each city and town. And you go on some of these places' websites and look for social media, and they're, they're just, they have not kind of adapted to sort of the modern times. And I think that's exactly the problem here. You know, Mayor Baldelli Hunt, I'm sure she wants to get people vaccinated. She's not an anti vaxxer. She's not, you know, urging people to not get vaccinated, but. Yeah, you ask to talk to her, ask for two days, you know, refers me to her emergency management person, refers me to the Department of Health. And then, yeah, sure enough, you go look at her Facebook page, which, you know, it sounds corny, but social media is kind of one of the best ways to reach your constituents, as you and I know very well. And, you know, there's a lot more postings about, you know, photo ops and things like that, and not very much info about vaccines at all. In fact, the info that was about vaccines on her Facebook page was just simply a picture of her and the governor, uh, you know, trying to, to encourage people. But there wasn't, hey, here are the 50 places you can sign up. Here's what you should do. Whereas, again, going back to a Central Falls or a Providence, there was a real aggressive effort, especially early on, to, uh, to really inform people, um, uh, particularly the hard to reach people. Um, to, to, to get, you know, get the shot in their arms. Folks, we speak with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Any thoughts on uh, why Providence also is, I think, so is Providence slightly better than? Yeah, than slightly. We, we should say, you know, a lot of the urban communities are, are, you know, have kind of leveled off. And I do think in, in Providence is one of them. Providence is a little better than, than Woonsocket. Providence is in the 55, 56% range uh, for that first time or partial vaccination. Um, you know, I think one of the I, I, I do think Councilman Ward uh, in, in Woonsocket does have a point about many of the urban communities. If you have, you know, a, one, there's obviously going to be a language barrier in many cases. If you do have a high population of people who are not here legally, they are less likely to go and sign up for something. Uh, we know that from any number of issues, you know, Little League, things like any number of things that people are of uh, hesitant to sign up for um and so i think that is a, a major factor you're gonna have to start to see and i think governor mckee you know as he tries to weigh how much more how many more mandates do you need how you know do you have to go start going back to masks i think governor mckee is gonna have to really double down um on these urban communities to to raise those vaccination rates because you're net right just by population purposes you're never going to get the whole state vaccinated if you can't get the biggest cities done yeah and Dan McCowan I just I find it interesting that I I think you could probably get Governor McKee to call you back sooner than that's not a good sign if then the mayor has the emergency management person <laughs> call you back? And I thought he was in this. I thought he was in the city of Woonsocket not long ago, where they were, weren't they like going door to door or saying they were going to go door to door or something like that? But you know what's interesting is when when people, you know, that raises an interesting issue. Door to door to me might come out as boy, they're willing to like someone you know running for office. They're willing to go door to door, but if in fact you're in the country illegally the the thought of people coming door to door i think that might make me nervous but you said the mayor mayor central falls has had success doing that yeah i mean by the way you're you're exactly right i mean 
I'd start to play this out, you know, that, that they coming just, door to door, that would make me nervous is a very nerve wracking thing. By the yeah. way, it's nerve wracking for you and I, let alone people who might be here yeah. illegally. So, you know, and you don't want to uh, come across as you, you know, as though you're, um, you know, y- y- even if you're not there, you know, to, to, to take someone away, you know, round up and deport kind of thing. You're also, you don't want to even come across as though you're forcing it on people. I think, look, the very obvious thing and difference between Central Falls and Providence, Maria Rivera, the mayor there, is a Latina, right? She she can connect with her uh, community in a different way. But you're right. Look, there has been some effort. I think Governor McKee, you're right, What was there in Woonsocket just about a month ago. But when you talk to people there, they just say, you know, there there just isn't a lot of um, uh, information going on right now. You know, one of the things I think this is actually a really good idea. It's not a, it's not a priority. It That's doesn't right. come off as one. That's know? right. And I think one of those things I'll say is a good, was a good idea is, you know, they said they're, they're going to start really uh, pressing the religious leaders in the community. And, you know, still a, a pretty a, a relatively good kind of church going population there. And so, of course, that helps to some degree. But, you know it starts to come a point where if, if the city leaders can't get this done, you know, maybe the governor needs to, I don't know, spend a week in Woonsocket and, and, yeah. and really press this because look, the bully pulpit that the governor has, you bring cameras with you, you get sure. lots of attention. That's the way to get this out. I'm not sure, you know, Mayor Baldelli Hunt going by herself door to door is really going to yeah. work anything. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DeVitro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, Maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. It's going to be a hot summer ahead. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., 54 years in business, reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available. This summer, call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. 
call JKL 401-351-7600. Remember, JKL Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's JKL. Call them 401-351-7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. We're speaking with Dan McGowan, columnist for the Boston Globe. Dan, speaking of Governor McKee, I, I, I get the feeling that the honeymoon is about to be over as the variant is is getting worse. The dynamic is going to shift. I'm sure there, there might have been a period of time over the summer he might have said with Governor Mundo, gee, I, I don't know what's so hard about this. This is the greatest <laughs> job. Everyone loves you. You give out money. But with uh, the mask mandates, the communities, the back to school, um, it, we, we have seen how fast this thing can turn on a dime. This variant is very, very – it's more contagious than the regular COVID. Um, I, I, we're going to find out whether or not he's truly ready for how things are going to change, and I mean change dramatically as we start to move an inch closer to September. Well, two, two kind of points to make here. You know, One, if you just think about it on the politics side, I think it's actually a really good test for him. Yeah. Right? It's it's the chance to say it's everything you just described, right? He's had it relatively easy. Um, you know, he, he, he likes the job. You and I talk every week about how much he sort of enjoys those weekly press conferences. Now he's got a real test on it. it, it it's, a, you know, a, a, a bunch of different kind of events coming together. You're right. School reopening, things like that. So, he, so it's a big political test for him. If he survives it, if he comes out looking good, boy, he's going to have a, almost a he, he's going to have a lock. It feels like on on reelection. So that's the politics side. The other side is, of course, just the, the actual reality of the, the health situation here. And he, he, I think you are going to see um, real upticks, right? I mean, you know, we we hate to think about this, but it's July now. It won't be long before weather starts to change. People are inside, certainly obviously getting the schools right. What I think this will be a real test of not just the governor's character, but the governor's kind of ability to to, uh, make decisions quickly. Yes. Um, You know, if you think about for whatever you thought about Governor Raimondo, Governor Raimondo made decisions, stuck with them. And was, you know, often like to be, we're first in the country, we're last in the country, we're this and the, right, we're, we, you know, we're making, we're, we want to make big, bold headlines. Governor McKee is more of a consensus builder, right? Even yesterday, CDC says, you know, we want folks to wear masks, even if they're vaccinated indoors. Governor McKee says, you know, I'm going to wait, I'm going to hold on, I want to see what you're going to do. I, what I think you're going to see the governor do, judging by just his experience so far, is, Go look at what Massachusetts is going to do. Go look yep. at Connecticut. I don't think you're going to see uh, Governor McKee kind of jump to the front of the line to make any big, bold statements. And on one hand, that's a good thing, right? Let's let let's let our neighbors figure it out. Charlie Baker's got you know a real control of the coronavirus. He's done a really good job in Massachusetts, so it it, it makes some sense. But, you know, how much time are you losing? How much, you know, at this point, do we know, you know, what if two weeks from now we're talking back into the two or 300 cases a day? Um, You know, it it is not crazy to think that that could start to happen. And then you got school reopening kind of right after, um, you know, you're going to even be back in school by mid-August. So, you know, you really have to um, have to kind of get it, get a hold of this. And that's where I think it's going to be just a test of Governor McKee to um, to stick with decisions and to almost push back against. Right? He loves reopening things. He likes seeing people out, stuff like that. And there's a chance that he's going to have to say, hey, things have gotten worse. We have to back off a little bit. And he's going to hate to do that. But it might be the right thing to do. Dan McGowan, what, what are you hearing on this uh providence teachers union contract that again it seemingly easy we don't have the details yet i'm hearing a couple things but if anyone's hearing details it's dan mcgowan of the boston globe well one thing i will give credit to the particularly the providence teachers on this providence teachers union just by sheer numbers um you know tends to be pretty leaky right it's a leaky boat uh you know not everybody's on the same page usually they give this out and we are getting very little um, real information. Um, one of the things I've heard from certainly from people who are, have been involved with this is 
I think for people like you and I who pay really close attention to this, uh, I, I don't think we're going to be partic- over the moon for how much reform is in the contract. I think right. this is going to be a very straightforward it, uh, contract. Um, there will, somebody said to me today, uh, actually on the teacher side, said, you know, it's kind of one of those things that everyone's going to have something they hate, which is probably means it's a good contract. The problem with that is when you hear the big game, that was talked particularly from Commissioner Infante Green for the last two years is nibbling around the margins, minor changes, one yep. change here or there is not what this contract needs. And so, you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to still be talking a lot about this probably next week. I think yep. um, I, my guess is we'll start to see more details tomorrow, today, tomorrow. Uh, we should have the contract in our hands by Friday night after it gets approved. Um, but this is a, this is going to be a really difficult thing. You wonder, I mean, in some ways to, to is COVID going to almost overshadow it all? And is this right. going to get pushed to the back burner? Um, but, uh, I do think you're, I mean, look, we already know where the political side stand. Mayor Lors is not going to like this contract, no matter no. what's in it. Um, and so, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a battle with governor McKee on this front. Now, I've heard all I've heard is four percent raise, and it's not transformational in any way. I mean, un- unless there's something missing, it sounds like the city. Uh, uh, unless there's something dramatic, but the city could have had this if just they gave them the extra money that they wanted. Maybe yeah, I mean, for... you could have done the mayor Lorza could have done this. Yeah, right? I mean, this definitely. is a or any mayor or any you know the city council could have done this. Um, I've heard the number, the, the high rate. I, I'm not quite ready to say four percent, but okay. I have heard, I have heard in that range. And by the way, that's what the police uh, just got yeah. uh, in Providence. And so, by the way, four percent's a pretty hefty raise for it for, for uh, the, the teachers' union. So, yes. um, that's a significant number. Yeah, I've been told this is not going to, you know, move the earth in any way. Um, it, the interesting thing for people who pay really close attention to this will be what's in those kind of nitty gritty changes. Will there be, you know, any extension of the school day, things like that? My guess is probably not. I think the governor made it, uh, the governor did what we kind of thought he would do, which is I think they, they wanted to get a deal done so they could say they had a deal done. Now, I was on vacation last week, but it sounds like the rollout of, just announcing it was the governor kind of needed something to announce last week and just said, Hey, we got a deal uh, with absolutely no other details. Um, They're going to have to answer questions. One thing to remember about this is traditionally, if if this is a, if there's no state takeover of Providence schools, there's two sides to the teacher's contract. One is the, the, the teachers have to vote for it, which of course they, they almost certainly will. Um, but then traditionally the city council gets to vet it and gets to vote on it and ratify it. And that's where, you know, you, you have to haul people in and you ask about how, how many millions of dollars is this going to cost? And, you know, what kind of reform is in this thing? The way I understand it currently is there's no legislative body or, or any governing body at all that, that now has to sign off on the contract. This is in the hands of the commissioner, but Really, it's in the hands of the governor. And so um, there's going to need to be a lot of public scrutiny on this because the only way anyone can be held accountable, uh, you know, it's, it's, because it's not going to be, a, um, will be for people to read it and ask questions. And so it's the next week, I think, is going to be really interesting for that contract. Dave McGowan, how critical is Mayor Alorza going to be? Oh, he's going to hate it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he's already laid the groundwork. In fact, he sent a letter to the governor. Uh, that I love now that they, they just keep sending letters back and forth yeah. about, about everything. It's, it's, it reminds me of the, you know, 1800s, but yeah, um, you know, Express. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he sent a letter essentially saying, you know, the public deserves to know what's in this contract. But he, by the way, he's right. He's grandstanding, but he's right. Um, and yeah, I think I, I can't imagine him doing this. And what he's going to try to bring this back to is he's going to say what you and I just said. He could have done this himself. He could just yeah. give them raises. He, that, that would have been fine. And so, um, yeah, I think he's going to blow up uh, about the contract. The, the, ch- the challenge is, is I don't know what his recourse is. I don't know no. how he actually does anything other than, you know, uses his bully pulpit to, to try to, you know, get the word out. Folks, another quick break. A lot more. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show.
For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com we're speaking with dan mcgowan of the boston globe and dan it sounds like you're gonna have some you're gonna have some news that is certainly going to, I think, affect the Providence mayoral race. Yeah, I think this could shake up the mayor's race, you know, uh, uh, fairly significantly. Now, we already know, you and I have talked for a long time, three major candidates, Brett Smiley, Gonzalo Cuervo, Nirva LaFortune. This is for the mayor's race in Providence next year. Um, Michael Solomon, though, the, city, the former city council president, ran for mayor, finished second in the primary to Lorza in 2014. Um, has been pretty public that he he was flirting with running. He wants to run. Well, uh, he confirmed for me that he didn't just uh, you know take some some new steps, open a campaign account. He dumped two hundred and fifty thousand wow. uh, dollars of his own money into a campaign account, uh, and so that that will instantly number one make him one of the better funded candidates of the group. Um, and it shows how serious Mike Solomon is. And I think what Mike Solomon thinks, I'm not sure I agree with him on this, but what I think he's seeing is you've got three pretty lefty candidates. They're all going to vie for, yep. you know, who's got the progressive mantle and you're going to try to pull the Joe Biden, the, you know, to some ways, the Eric Adams move in New York to try to be the moderate level headed, uh, adult in the room and, you know, I think it's tough. I think Providence has moved so far to the left that it won't yeah. be easy for him. I'll give you one stat that I am particularly concerned with him about. So about in 2014, Democratic primary, this is the Solomon race when he loses to Alorza, about 25,000 people voted in the Democratic primary. Today, of those 25,000 people, only about 17,000, 18,000 of them are left as registered voters in the city. So there's a wow. big, big change um, in the electorate, I think there's a change in the mood in the country, obviously. I think we've moved far, far to the left in Providence. And so Mike Solomon's going to have to kind of dance, uh, uh, you know, do a dance where he's going to be progressive on some things, but also try to sound like the moderate, almost Dan McKee type. Um, really interesting. I think he, he adds a wrinkle to this race. He will be a factor in this race. Now, Dan McCown, you're the one, I will point out, that broke the news. It's 2014. It's August, and Mike Solomon is is leading in the polls, and that's when Dan McGowan broke the story. Dan, Brett Smiley pulls out of the race. They have a press conference at Prospect Park, and he announces he's endorsing Mayor Alorza. So the two of them team up. Uh, Alorza goes on to win the primary over Solomon, but uh, and then and then loses to uh, excuse me defeats Buddy Cianci with uh, with uh, Dan Harris, but. Um, do you think Providence has changed that much? Because again, seven years ago, he w he was leading uh, in, in August with the September primary. Yeah, I mean, by the way, if there's nobody, Sancy, you and I are talking about the end of the second term of Mayor Solomon. I, I think That's there's right. no there's no question about that. If there was nobody, Sancy, in fact, I mean, I go as far. I suppose COVID changed things. You get Dan McKee as the the governor now. You might be talking about a two-term mayor of Providence running for governor, not named Alorza, but named Michael Solomon. Yeah, uh, it, 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 that is entirely possible. Uh, the, the the challenge here, I think, for Michael is that yes, I, I do think the city has changed, per, you know, pretty significantly. Um, one thing Solomon did very well in 2014 was he actually won the South Side. He <clears throat> he beat Jorge Alorza on the South Side of wow. Providence among Latino voters. Um, I, I think look. 
just by not being in office anymore, he's, he's, you know, he hasn't had the same access there. You've already started to see Gonzalo Cuervo make a run um, and, and sort of try to gobble up some of that support. So the, 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 the landscape has changed to some degree. One thing I'll say is, and you, you, it's good that you mentioned sort of that, that Brett Smiley endorsing uh, of Jorge Lorza. Look, there is no love loss between Mike Solomon and Brett Smiley. No. If you right. ask Mike Solomon right now, and he, you wouldn't even have to give him truth serum or, you know, he, he would tell you right out, Brett Smiley cost him the mayor's race. He knows yep. that. He and, did. Uh, he did. And so, uh, you know, while, while I think Michael Solomon is probably close and friendly with Gonzalo Cuervo, I'm not sure he knows Nirva LaFortune very well. He wants to go out there and beat Brett Smiley. I think you'll see a very aggressive effort from Mike Solomon, win or lose, against Brett Smiley. Wow. Now, folks, again, we're speaking with Dan McGowan of the, the Boston Globe. Uh, just one more question about Solomon. In, in you, you're speaking with him. What, what will be his central issue? Because to me, I, I mean, I don't know. If, if he runs out of crime, at least he could corner the market on crime. It's working in other cities. I agree with you. I think that that should be if I'm him and I'm looking at sort of the way this field works, um, it, 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 the, I think the, the best or the easiest way to really gain some traction would be to be really to tough on crime. You know, and, and again, you can do what the, the Eric Adams thing, right? You can do. Look, we need to reform, you know, policing, but. Right. None of this to fund the police, knock it off with that stuff. You know, we're going to add more police. You know, you come right out with a big, bold proposal to say, you know, we're going to add 200 police officers over the next four years. Some, you know, something like that. Um, I think that's the best way he gains traction. I think he's still figuring out what he wants to be. Um, you know, this is a city he, he could easily also go down the route of, boy, you know, climate change is really going to affect us. And I want to be, you know, a development mayor that really is eco-friendly. You know, he's going to poll test it. None of those things appealing, but they will be appealing to Providence voters. And yeah. so, you know, there, there's always that chance. And he's a guy, he's very smart. He's got a very good pollster. Um, and so, you know, he's going to really test these issues out. So I'll be real, you know, you, you can rest assured when he's in the race and when he is, you know, really coming out on issues, it's going to be things that that the polls say he should be on, um, as opposed to just him being kind of, you know, a, a cowboy sort of saying whatever whatever's on his mind. Dave McCown, one more Mayor Lords a question now. As you know, the, a big story is about to hit when this body cam footage from the uh, right. car chase hits. Yesterday, Mayor Lorza throws out at a press briefing, oh, yeah, the Attorney General, they should just release it as soon as possible. I mean, it's a, it's a very comprehensive investigation. It, it's, it's still going to, what I'm told, you know, the investigation is going to take several weeks. Um, I, I heard that went over like a lead balloon on South Main Street. Well, it should. I, look, yeah. you know, the, the thing is, it, it, body cameras are great. And, 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 and I think that they are really, you know, I think they enhance the, the profession. And I think they deliver the transparency that, you know, that the public and certainly reporters deserve, you know, in any of these cases. But there is a process. And it's not as though, I mean, we, we can't pretend that Peter Narona on South Main Street, the attorney general, you know, wants to conceal this all uh, and wants to hide things, uh, you know, because he wants to protect police officers. I mean, the truth is, p politically, it's a great move. If, if these police officers get in trouble or are in trouble, it's a great move for the attorney general to say, look how transparent I am. I did an investigation and we charged him. Right. Like th that. That is how that's how you build a brand as an attorney general. Um, I think rushing it, right. We saw this last summer with, uh, yeah. uh, with, with lots of different things, but remember the, the external review agency in Providence, you know, the, the, the executive director there releases a bunch of videos, you know, w without the approval of the police department, that's it, right. it, it can screw up cases. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's the problem, but you know, here you go. I mean, two weeks ago you and I were talking and I'm kind of praising Mara Lorza for kind of being out there and willing to say anything, but this is the downside, right? Yeah. It's, it's Oh, you asked me a question. I got a chance to make a soundbite. That's what I'm going to do. And, mm. uh, and yeah, I think it does. I, I think it, it distracts and I think it really infuriates the people who are actually trying to investigate this thing. Folks, each day I start off and I read it from top to bottom. It's called roadmap. It is fantastic. 
game of golf. If you would be so kind as to offer it to the people that are listening. And the best thing is it's completely free. That's right. Uh, every Which day. means it's for me. That's right. Every day, <laughs> for, every day, uh, uh, every weekday, at least, um, you know, you, you get some new reporting or new analysis from me. Uh, you get all the links to the stories that we are working on in the Rhode Island section of the globe. And then you get, you know, access to the, the best stories that are coming out of the globe in Boston. You know, we always have good national political stuff, things like that. What's going on in, in Massachusetts, our neighbor to the north. Uh, and then you get a quick rundown of where people are today. Here, the governor's having an event in Newport to, you know, to promote vaccinations. What's the mayor doing? Things like that. Um, and the easiest way to get it, just send me a blank email. I'll know what it is. Blank email to rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com, and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Game of Gowan, I, I heard the body cam footage is, is rough. It's brutal. I have to. Yes. Yeah. I, we're I all, heard we're that, eagerly anticipating it. Oh, my God. I heard Attorney General Nerona was was like visibly shaken after seeing it. He's, he's so cannot believe that this officer or officers just just snapped and uh, and just how bad it got. Yeah. I heard it got rough, so something to look forward to. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, welcome back from vacation. We'll talk to you again. Thanks so much, Sean. Have a good day. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, Routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey Speech Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Blaming all on his ribs. Born a blue-blooded snood His birth was a black tie affair It's all who you know Like Claus von Bülow He just likes to be seen everywhere He leads a privileged life With a white privileged wife At Bailey's they like their champagne Life on Bellevue in a state that is blue <laughs> You'll never hear Sheldon complain He likes clubs with white faces With lead waspy crowds Where for decades kept the Jews away And BLF cannot stay Well, he's not big on diverse faces Bailey's Beach Club is his own Likes the clubs with white faces. Ah, yeah. Do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You have remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Your thoughts on an elite, all white, wealthy club again in this day and age? Should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Calvino, call for a free consultation today, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Were you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal injury law experience and his office, 100 years combined total with the staff. Fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400. It would be great 
if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should, but it doesn't happen that way. You need a fighter. Fight back. Call Jack. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino. 401-785-9400. Or online, fightbackcalljack.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401 401- 272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air my lungs will be full, full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, full of clean air. My lungs will be full, full. 